son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Welcome back in. Uh, just gone two o'clock. Oh, I've been looking forward to this for a couple of days. We are now talking to uh, Black Ferns. I'm going to say icon, uh, and she's going to become a St. George Dragon, which is pretty goddamn exciting. Joining us on the line now, Tyler Nathan Wong. Ty, welcome in. Kia ora, thanks for having me. Uh, You've had a night to sleep on it now. You are very busy in the (laughs) press. You had a graduation yesterday. Uh, You've woken up. How are you feeling about this decision you made? Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's been a, a busy week, really. You know, I got back from France, had to deal with all the jet lag that comes with that. Then, obviously, the press release was out yesterday with um, announcing that I'm, you know, code hopping and jumping on with the St. George Illawarra Dragons. My graduation, and it's still getting busier. I've got wedding dress shopping on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> How far ahead do you look, uh, Tyler? Like, you, you've been a, a wonderful professional athlete and a professional person for a long time. How do you look at your career uh, Blackburn 7 since you were 18, still a young woman. Um, is, is this just, I'm just going to do the, the NRLW thing and then make a decision at the end of that? Yeah, that's pretty much how I'm seeing it. So this is, you know, I, I, as I've said in other interviews and you've probably heard as well, like I come from a league family. So I've always wanted to give league a go in my adult years. It's just the timing has never been right. And for me, you know, this, I've been along in the sevens program for the last 12 years, um, since I was 17 actually, you know, jumped on in the camps and then eventually made my debut that year as an 18-year-old while I was still in high school. So I've dedicated most of my adult life to that program and they've helped me grow and develop at the same time as long as I've developed alongside it, you know, as as well as the professional era of women's um, rugby in this country and around the world. So... You know, it's been a lot of stuff I've been able to do, been blessed to be able to travel the world, um, do a sport that I love for a living. Um, and it was just about, you know, doing something that I um, needed to do for myself and was really excited about um, since the NRLW started, really. And um, at the end of this, my main focus is to focus the season on the Dragons and give them my utmost respect and give my full self to this program and to the season and to the girls and everything like that um, and then make that decision once the season's over around what my future looks like. You've obviously had communications with St George and I think Jamie Soward's the coach. Yes, that's correct. What's he asked of you to do between now and when you go and join them? Is it, has he asked you to concentrate or anything, or what, what's been happening in your dialogue with him? No, he's, he's been really awesome. You know, he doesn't want to um, put too much on me too early, but I'm the one kind of asking questions. I'm like, what? Um, you know, I love watching the NRL and the games on the weekend, but I'm like, is there anything specific that I can really, like, look at or who should I be watching that might be able to, you know, take some tips from them and take that into my game, into the women's game? So it's kind of me, you know, being the one, the learner that's really um, keen and eager to get in there and, and learn as much as I can. But he, yeah, he's awesome. He doesn't want to overthink me too much. And same with the strength and conditioning um, coach, Rob, that's a part of the team as well. He's kind of letting me do my thing this week, um, make sure I get, you know, all these different obligations done, but also 
have a little bit of running in the legs before I get over there because I've I've heard these pre-sevens are pretty pretty gnarly in the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mind you, the sevens are pretty gnarly as well, Tyler. But you, you're going to be going from a 14-minute game to an 80-minute game. You did that last year as well. Is that a huge shock to the body, or is, it, is, is there a change in preparation and recovery with those two different time frames? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so different. You've gone from this 14-minute high-intensity, you know, speed is everything type game to then this 80-minute longer duration. So, yeah, it is a bit of a change, but it's not anything I haven't done or haven't experienced before playing those durations. You know, I started in 15 when I first started my rugby um, as a high school um, athlete and then moved into club rugby and all that kind of stuff. So it's not like I haven't experienced 80 minutes of footy. Obviously, it's going to be a different code, so that is completely different and something I have to get my head around, you know. When I make a tackle, I'm not. Uh, when I get tackled, sorry, you know, I can't go placing the ball because I get up and play the ball. <laughs> so there'll be a few things like that, that, like that, you know, that I'm gonna have to get my head around. And he said, Sam, he said he'll give me, you know, a couple of chances to get it right. But after that, uh, grumpy salad will come out if I don't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's pretty cool, I reckon, for uh, women oval ball players. The doors are really starting to open, and when I look at some of our best Kiwi athletes, um, of course. Niall Guthrie, um, uh, Gail Broughton, and then we've got four of the Seven Sisters. They're going to play the Seven Series over in the US. We've got Sarah Hidani and others up playing in that Japan and coaching in Japan. Um, and now you're going to NRLW as well. That's awesome for you guys, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a bit worried for women's rugby in New Zealand. Now, I know there's not the platform there. There's not enough for you here, so you're forced to go over. I think in a cool sort of way, Tyler, this might force New Zealand rugby to be a little bit more rapid and create meaningful and longer competitions for our women rugby players. Yeah, and like if this is you know the catalyst that you know makes them see and you know wonder like, man, how will we keep these girls? Then I'm I'm grateful for it, you know, because that's what we want. We want girls at home being able to play different sevens competitions before they even get the opportunity to put their hand up for the national team. At the moment, there quite isn't a pathway to the sevens program. And, you know, even the 15s at the moment, you know, got Opiki, but that's only kind of in its infancy and all that kind of stuff. So it's still growing. So if this is the catalyst or this somehow plays a part in jump-starting more um, time, effort and all that kind of stuff put into the programs and accelerates it and brings it forward even faster, then, you know, I'm happy to be a part of it in some small way. But like you said, like it is massive, the oval ball game in all areas, whether it be rugby, sevens, uh, league, you know, AFL even, that's pretty massive over in um, Aussie too. But you've got the likes of Japan, the USA and England, you know, who've got that 15 Premier's League for women going pretty strong. I know many girls from New Zealand have gone and played. And so, yeah, it's, I think it's a wonderful thing for women in general, female oval ball athletes. But yeah, if this can be that jump start that uh, can see that, that that domestic game grow um, for uh, females in New Zealand, you know, that'd be pretty amazing. And reading between the lines, uh, your coach, Corey Sweeney, who's a wonderful bloke, he said, you know, it's not perfect timing for us with um, the Olympics not far away in another world circuit. So it's almost like, but, you know, we've got to let him go um, to, get, to go and do these things. And then um, the head of professional rugby at um, New Zealand said, and, and I'm going to quote him, our, our women's professional players have an increasing number of opportunities available to them. We're working hard to ensure we are 
you're building competitions and a pathway in the women's game that our players want to play in, but we're not there yet. We need to open, uh, maintain an open mind in retaining talent. So with people like yourself, and you, I guess you can only talk to yourself, if they said, no, you have to stay here or you've got no contract, you'd probably go anyway. So I feel like we're at a really crucial time, Tyler, of um, if it's a game of cards, you guys have got more cards in your hand than rugby has at the moment. You say, hey, I've got a chance to go and make some money. I'm 28. I might be able to play for another seven years or something. But make hay, sun shining, uh, sort out your camp at home. Yeah, and for me too, though, for me personally looking at it, it's not about the money for me at all. Like, you know, going across the league and stuff like that, it's not about going and making more money. I am actually think I'm probably taking a pay cut. Who knows? I haven't actually looked <laughs> deep into it. It's more about the um, the experience, the opportunity for me to really refresh. I've been in that program for 12 years, you know, and, and I, I am, you know, I'm at the top of my game in that program, but I want to be be challenged more. I want to go to some new environment where there's new people that I've never met before, um, being able to learn from different people just to keep my learner and my inner, inner you know, inner learner um, and inner challenge keep going and keep growing more and more. And I know this is just going to make me a better person, not only as a rugby player uh, or a league player or as, as the physical side, but I know it's just going to be a whole mental refresher for me and really, you know, drive that passion and continue to keep that going because like anything, you know, you get stuck in routine for so long, you can slowly start to uh, dwindle, you know, that, that joy and that happiness can kind of start dwindling too. Don't get me wrong, I still love what I did um, with the sevens program. I still love playing the sport of sevens and the girls and stuff like that. It just Sometimes it just takes its toll mentally on you as an athlete, not just physically. And so doing this, yeah, for me, it's not about the money or anything like that. It's about going over, experiencing something new, experiencing new coaching too, because I've had you know very similar coaches who have been a part of the program for so long. So learning from someone else, someone different, I think it's just going to be, yeah, I can see positives from it all. And knowing that the athlete you are and the person you are, Tyler, I actually think you'll be a better sevens player after this. Um, like, as you say, a refresher, um, a different, um, like, strengthening program, conditioning program. I think you'll be a, a much more versatile athlete at the end of it and ready to go and even more hungry. Last question for you. Um, how did it come about? Did you go through your manager and say, see if any NRLW teams want me or did NRLW teams come to you and how many of them were there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not 100% sure. This might be a question for my manager Dan to answer. <laughs> I just, you know, it's something that I've always said to Dan, um, uh, my manager from We Are Tending for a while now, um, like ever since the NRLW started, I'm like, oh, how cool would that be? So, um, yeah, I'm not too sure if he kind of put the interest out there and we kind of just waited to see who came back and all that kind of thing. And then, you know, had a couple of clubs um, come back and then ended up picking the Dragons. Um, but, yeah, it was just a real cool... Jamie Soward, you know, had a real um, cool chat to him um, over, the, like, Zoom. I was in the car after watching my uh, fiancé um, win one of his races down in Fakatane. <laughs> I was in the car just yarning to him um, with Dan there too and, yeah, had a good chat and just had this really, really good vibe um, from him and just where he, you know, could see the women's game going and how he, you know, he's not using this as a stepping stone to get into the men's game. He's passionate about the women's game and wants the women's game to do well and this team to do well. And, and all that kind of stuff, and being obviously an Indigenous man himself, you know, having that cultural connection there too. 
Brilliant. Well, New Zealand, we've got an NRLW team to follow now with St George Dragons fans. Uh, we're all going to wear number six jerseys with TNW on the back. Tyler, I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate you chatting to us at a, at a busy time for you. I just I just can't wish you all the best enough, you know. Um, go well and uh, we'll be following you closely. Cheers, Steph. Appreciate the support you always give us in the women's game. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Tyler Nathan Wong there, Blackfern Sevens legend and about to embark on a really cool, really cool part of your career with St George. Uh, Tony Johnson after the break.